<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to, uh, I guess, our 38th episode of the 1973 podcast. And guess who's back? Back again. Chris is back. Tell a friend. He's got his swag on. We all got our swag on. Let's get this. Let's <laughs> let's get this band rolling. Well, first off, we want to. It, it's not a cr- congratulations because he didn't actually play any games, but lifetime Rangers fan Brad got his wish. <laughs> he killed a couple chickens, did some voodoo, and uh, you know the Rangers. I mean, you know, you know, candle holders—they're great. They're great wedding presents, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so just really quick, Brad, as a lifetime fan of uh, Texas Rangers, how does that make you feel that they, they finally won? I mean, waited an entire lifetime, got to share it with my son. I let him stay up. We went. I skipped a little bit of work, went into work late the next day. He got to go into school late. I was like, it was once in a lifetime, buddy. Like, if they win, like, we're not, we're not getting up and going to school and work on time. You know, we had the, the 2010 and 11 seasons where we went. We lost both times. The heartbreak of that. And I was like, I'll never see it again, you know. Um, then we went through, you know, record losing seasons the last two years. And and just now, championship, man. It, it, uh, till the day I die, I will relive that World Series for the rest <laughs> of my life. Like, I, I, I cannot stop watching the highlights. Uh, I I think one of the, uh, you know, being a wrestling fan or sports fan, uh, you know, people always are drawn to different signs that people have had in the crowd for different things. And the one that always stands out to me is there was a Rangers fan, New York Rangers fan, when they won in 94, Mm. was this older man that had this big sign that said, now I can die in peace. And I always remember that. So I, I that yeah. you know that kind of sticks with me when I talk to fans that you know they've never won anything and then you know when they finally do you kind of be like you know that that's the way it should be. Um, well, like fans of like rain the Texas Rangers or other perennially bad teams, teams that like always suck and never are contenders, but the fans stick it out. I feel like those are real, real sports fans though. You know, oh, like Lions fans, like who, like Lions fans. Yeah, like they they're hanging out. They know there's no shot in hell of the championship, but they're faithful and dedicated, and they they stand by it year after year. All so three that's of how them. I feel with the Rangers. Yeah, all all three fans that they have. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, real special this week. We did an interview. Uh, it's going to replace uh, Ed's email this week. Uh, we we were able to sit down with a childhood friend and talk about his journey through uh, his weight loss with uh, probably the new school style of weight loss. Uh, he jumped on the carnivore diet. He, uh, just a little quick uh, story on that. He uh, hit 50 in March and uh, said 300 pounds was not not cutting it for him anymore and he had always been a yo-yo dieter and um it, it's uh i'm gonna kind of segue it into ed's uh kind of intro into it and uh if you're one of our youtube uh followers you'll be able to see the interview uh on our youtube uh cast so ed want to take it away with ed's bag this week sure it's bag it's ed's bag brought to you by brock street brewing uh, uh from whitby ontario canada check out their flagship beer the blonde and the two gold medal winning beers, the Irish Red and the Pilsner, uh, BronxStreetBrewing.com. So this interview is with Dennis Rose, good friend of ours. Uh, it was really, uh, truly inspirational to hear what he had to say last night. So uh, here we go. Let's kick it. 
Yeah, check it out on uh, check him out on Twitter. He's got an uh, inspirational story. He's uh, telling. He said if you uh, want to hit him up for different questions that you have, you can you can do that through that. So uh, let's move on from there and uh, let's talk about uh, some some sports stuff. Yeah, <laughs> on jeez, oh, on the podcast. Uh, so we don't have a, we're away. too poor to have a dump button. Okay. Yeah, well, forget about that. Forget about that. There's no, there's no dump button. This is a one shot deal. If somebody stutter in, stutter in, anything else, it, it's going to be on there. So you know, buy Lights, a shirt. Thumbs up. You know, no thumbs in. Hats on. Thumbs in. Thumbs in. That we're saving that that email question will be exclusive for the fiftieth episode. So stay tuned for that. There's there's more to we'll we'll do a deep dive into that one when it comes. Oh, no pun intended either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey he'll be here all night he'll be so, here until 10 30 uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so uh bobby knight passed away uh, uh if you grew up in that certain generation uh you know with bird and magic bobby knight was like the college coach uh that everybody kind of talked to talked about i mean on uh, like espn clips and whatever so tom thoughts on bobby knight passing away the guy, he was a legend. I'll just say you'll never have another coach like him in the piece, this PC era. You'll no never way. have a coach like him. And no. if you do, he'll never last as long as Bobby Knight. So, I mean, the guy, he was, he gave you something to talk about. And th this was during my heyday when I was watching college basketball all the time. And I, I just remember some of those teams, man. He had some, he's had some great players. And I think they said, I read today, he had like 80% of his players graduated on time, I mean, hmm. that's a pretty good stat for uh, guys that are playing basketball going pro. Uh, yeah. Any any of you guys have uh, thoughts on Bobby Knight's passing? Or, or, oh, sure. Uh, go ahead, Ed. Well, first and foremost, he's a truly iconic coach. Uh, for, for the four of us, you know, I have to say that, you know, with him and Myshusevsky from Duke, the two those two guys, they both have ties to West Point, both great coaches. Uh, you know, Bobby Knight, I believe, only had one world champion, uh, one college championship, and uh, Mike had five. Um, you know, I mean, just I remember watching that clip of him throwing that chair across the gym. I mean, truly iconic. I have to agree with Tom. I mean, you know, in today's era, that would never fly. Um, but, I mean, he, he really cared about his players, you know, and he really made sure, I mean, to play, you know, at that level, uh, you know, be the 1% of the 1% of uh, and to get 80% of your kids to graduate, that truly is um, something to be said and, and held at high esteem. So, you'll be missed. So, uh, we haven't heard anything from uh, the man underneath me, Chris. Thoughts on Bobby Knight, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I never uh, watched much college basketball, but if you don't know Bobby Knight, uh, the general, then you're a milk drinker. Living in your mother's cellar, you know what I mean. Like you can watch so many. You Man, you, you can watch so many fans, Chris. <laughs> you can watch so many sound bites of that dude and and laugh for 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 hours. You know the guy was just uh like like you all said just around back. Like you'll you'll never see that anymore nowadays. And uh, oh, he was no. definitely unique. We'll go with that. Uh, Brad, real quick, Bobby Knight. I'm I mean, I just remember Bobby Knight just going zero to 60, you know, like that. And just ESPN was just like showing this dude 
just going in on somebody, you know, and yeah, you'll never see another guy like that, man. Rough year for celebrity passings this year. Oh though. yeah. Like, big, big time. 20, 2023 was not good. Yeah. For, let's uh, let's just the, make it to 24 already. Like, let's yeah. come on. We got Jeez. two, two months to go and who knows, right. With that stuff. You never who know. Speaking of uh, celebrities that could drop dead at any time, good time to talk about Ric Flair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if if you're talking about my favorites, uh, yeah. Tom and Ed will attest to this. Since I, I was a kid, my favorite heel of all time, my favorite baby face of all time is Dusty Rhodes. And that rivalry when I was a kid, and we, I, I could probably talk half an hour about it, but let's stay on the Ric Flair uh, train. Okay, nineteen eighty five, baby. Yep, yep. Uh, here's a guy just signed a deal with AEW. It's a multi year deal. He's got a couple of things strung into the deal where they're going to be promoting his energy drink and a few other things that he uh, promotes. So, before I answer any of this, let's go around the block. We got football picks to do, but thoughts on Ric Flair joining AEW for a multi-year contract. Tom, go. I like it as long as it doesn't get in the ring. I mean, you, you, yeah. you're kind of getting these guys. They went from getting all the young guys. Now they're starting to get a bunch of the older guys. So they, they can't really give WWE a hard time anymore about having uh, the geriatric guys. Because, I mean, Flair is how, – how old Flair? 70? <laughs> And, and, he's uh, up there, man. He's, he's like 60. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Jericho is almost 50. I mean, they're getting up there mm-hmm. in age. They're getting some, these guys are getting now, they're getting kind of old. I think Edge is 50. I think Jericho's like 53. I think Flair's yeah. like 74. Uh, close, so, yep. yeah. Uh, Ed, thoughts, Ric Flair, AEW? Does oh, it make you almost? Does it make you want to watch though? Does it make yeah. is it something that? You're interested in? No, okay. No, it's not. No, and the thing about it is, is that he is the he is an icon, you know. And I mean, you and you and I know this for a fact because we watched this in your living room back in the day. I mean, you know <laughs> what? You know, bleach blonde hair with blood coming down through the middle of it. You know, I mean, but mm-hmm. to see, but to see it, I mean, I think it's a I think it's a ratings grab by AEW. Uh, it's kind of a disappointment to see that, you know, that they couldn't keep Tully there. They couldn't keep Arn there and keep Rick there and kind of do something with that circle, kind of groom mm. something, kind of grow something organically, go for the long play, that type of thing. I, I feel like that this is kind of more of a ratings grab. Yeah, he's still the icon. I still watch him. I still love this, the snippets of, of, of his promos that he did, you know, the, the non-contacts, Ric Flair stuff, Brad. You and I, we share that every, mm-hmm. every day with each other. I mean, so, I mean, he is truly an icon. So, you know, I'm glad that he's he's going to get another payday, um, but I don't think it's going to help ratings at all. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, when you segued into it and you were talking about, you know, Ric Flair and, and <laughs> the deaths that happened this year, uh, I was thinking the same <laughs> thing when I was watching AEW. I was just like, Man, this guy's not looking that great, you know. But then he started wooing it up and bouncing off the ropes a little bit. I was like, all right, maybe he still got it a little bit left in him, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, the beating he's uh, obviously done to himself. I think uh, Christian 
uh, mentioned something about his oh, black yeah. liver, which yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought was pretty funny. But um, yeah, hopefully uh, uh, it's 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 a run that you know, like Ed said, it's it's a, it's a money grab, and um, but good for him. You know what I mean? Like he was when we talked about Mount Rushmore of WWE. He oh, was up yeah. there in mine. I think he was up there in most of ours. So, oh yeah, uh, he's the best sure. of the best, really. Like you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's uh, he's probably the the last of uh, the truly old school. Uh, you know, uh, especially traveling world champions. They always said that. You know, he was the last true traveling world champion. That you know, you you're you're bouncing territory to territory for a week, and then you know, you Japan too, and New Zealand, Australia. Still, that he was the last one. So. Brad, real quick, Ric Flair. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as, you know, as, as y'all said, man, the guy's a living legend. Like, he literally exudes Mount Rushmore, will always go down as one of the greats, but I'm, I'm just at a point where I care more for his safety than I do Reagan. <laughs> it's been two, two or three years since they, he was literally on his deathbed, and they notified his friends and family that he may not pull through. <laughs> You know, his body went into uh, shock and sepsis. Like, he was this close to already dying. Right, but, like, then he, but then they realized his foot was on the rope. Yeah, his foot was on the rope. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, it, it's take care of yourself, man. I hope he doesn't go out there and do something that's going to, you know, be traumatic or, or, you know, harmful to himself. I just want him to go out on top. And I, I feel like these grabs for these – these historic icons and wrestling, the AEW is just trying to push some ratings and they're pulling all these old heads and they're buying it because they need the money or they want the money. I'm like, just let them go. <laughs> Give them a chance to ride off. So, so maybe AEW should cash in and I'll, I'll leave it with this. Uh, I'll, I'll give this one for free. They want to market Ric Flair and put some t-shirts out there. Instead mm -hmm. of the dirtiest player in the game, they should change it to the dirtiest liver in the game. So, there you go. Then, there you go. I just I just made you money. <laughs> so uh we'll put a pin in that. More to come. Uh of course we got football picks to do. And also one of the better segments of the show, Tom Shitty Picks. Buy the shirt, stop being so cheap. Yeah, buy we can shirts. yeah, buy some shirts that way we can extend these Zoom meetings. <laughs> go, Tom. All right. Can't really recap uh, last week's pick because they haven't played yet because we're a couple days early. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go into the next week, and this I'm going to go off the board this this coming uh, for this next week, and I'm going to go with uh, running back Kenneth Walker of the uh, Seattle Seahawks. They're playing against the Washington Commanders. Commanders just traded both of their starting defensive ends, and I think. They're going to basically – I think the team's probably going to mail it in the rest of the season. I think Walker will have a big game against them running. Great. So, uh, yeah, here we go. We'll do our uh, – what week is it, Tom? What, what week are we up to? Uh, week 10. 10. We're at 10. Right. We're at 10. 10. Double digits. We're 10. 10. <laughs> With guest picker Chris this week, too. Chris. We're going to get some picks from Chris. Yes. See how we, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll run the table. Who knows? All right, week 10, game one, it's a snooze fest. Thursday yeah. night, Chicago Bears at home against the Carolina Panthers. Andy? Uh, Bears? Right. Chris? <laughs> yeah, let's go, Bears. All right. Ed? I'm going to go with the Bears. All righty. How about you, Brad? 
Uh, the Panthers are pretty bad right now, so Bears. <laughs> yeah, next week I'm going with the Bears too, even with the uh, the backup quarterback. All right, second game, kind of another snooze fest. It's going to be in uh, Germany. The New England Patriots are playing against the Indianapolis Colts. Andy, Colts. All righty, uh, Chris. Pats are going to squeak one out on this one. All righty, Ed. Yeah, I'm like, gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Patriots on that one, but it's gonna be a snooze fest. All righty, how about you, Brad? I'm sorry, Europe has to endure this football game, but Minshew Magic is my pick. Colts. That's, the Pats are gonna. The man is throwing like, like nine picks, five. man. No. He's giving the ball away nine times in the last past three games. How you how do you figure that one out? What's that? <laughs> the Magic Man. Minshew Magic He's got more magic than Mac Jones. So <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. I am going to go with India on this one. Third game, Cincinnati Bengals at home against the Houston Texans. Andy? Uh, Bengals. All righty. Uh, Chris? Yeah, the Bengals are uh, locked in right now. Uh, they're going to stop playing a lot better for the rest of the yep. year. So. Uh, Ed? I'm going with the Bengals, man. Yep. How about you, Brad? Yeah, Bengals are rolling. Yeah, they seem like they're hitting their stride. Uh, Burroughs looks healthy. I'm going to go with them. The uh, next game, Minnesota Vikings at home against the New Orleans Saints. Andy? Uh, Vikings. All righty. Chris? Uh, hot and all that team, Cousins and Jefferson, and now they got neither, so uh, let's go Saints. All right. Uh, Ed? Uh, I'm going to go with who that nation. Uh, they, have been, they have been playing a little bit better, but uh, Dennis Allen is not a uh, guaranteed uh, – <laughs> Lock is a coach. And uh, Andy, he's not an awfully big lock. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Insert Simmons reference on that one. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Brad? Oh, car is cooking, man. So, uh, yeah, too many questions with the bikes. I'm going to go Saints. Yeah, I'm going with uh, with all the injuries Minnesota got. I'm going to go with the Saints in this one. Yep. Next game, at home, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Green Bay Packers. Andy? I haven't picked them yet this year, I don't think, but we'll go uh, with uh, Jerome Bettis and the Steelers. <laughs> All righty. Chris? Growing up a Niner fan, it's hard to say the Packers in any <laughs> term of uh, a win, but it's, the Packers will win. Easy. It's, it's just uh, anything Packers is tough to say. <laughs> <laughs> Ed? Uh, I'm going with the Steelers, man. Lay off the fudge, you, please. Brad? The Steelers find a way to win week to week. I don't know how they keep doing it. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. I watched that game last night, and they said Pittsburgh has been outgained in every game, and they're still, what, five and three. It's five and three. They they probably have a writer from Pittsburgh, you know? Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) what it is. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home against the Tennessee Titans. Andy. Tampon Bay. All righty. Uh, Tennessee. All righty. I knew I liked you. Ed? Uh, You know, since I lived in the greater Tampa area, I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one. And there's a reason why you don't. Brad? That there is. You are not. Uh, So for this one, I got to make it personal. personal Don't you think? The story is you're only peeing next to a playground. That's the story. Shut up, you pedo. Oh, my goodness. Uh, for me, I'm going to make pedo. it personal. 
My friend Jason said the Rangers got lucky in game one of the World Series, and he's a Bucks fan, so I'm going to pick the Titans. That's that's my only justification. Yeah, I'm going to go – I'm a Titans fan. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay this game. Tennessee oh, what? Very good last night. <laughs> no heart. I'm going to go with my heart, not with my uh, – What the hell is the matter with you? My brain, not okay? my heart. Hey, we're fighting for first place, Ed. I got to go with my, uh, my brains. All right. I didn't know we were going that way, so I got to roll up the sleeves, I guess, and huh? <laughs> Yeah, take All the right. blue crayon out of your nose and let's go. Next yeah. game, Jacksonville yeah, Jaguars, that way. San Francisco 49ers. Andy. Uh, uh, I'll go with Pat Patterson and the 49ers. All righty. Uh, Chris? Yeah, this will be a tough one with the way the Niners are skidding, but uh, I think they got to get back on track, so Niners. All righty. Uh, Ed? I'm just going to say this. Tom Rathman is not walking out that door, but they have a good team, and I think they're going to win. All righty. Brad? Uh, I think it's going to be one of the better games we see all year. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I think, gets the edge on Brock Purdy with the hair, so I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm going to go with Jacksonville, too. I think it's the game of the week by uh, by far this week. By far. Yeah. All right. Next game, Baltimore Ravens at home against the Cleveland Browns. Andy? Uh, Ravens. All righty. Chris? Uh, I need a big game from the two running backs from Cleveland to help my fantasy team this week, so uh, let's go Cleveland. <laughs> All righty. Ed? Uh, I'm going with the Ravens because I don't think that Mr. Massage is going to be it. He's going to be playing at 100% for the Browns. Mm-mm. Uh, how about you, Brad? Uh, Ravens for that one. Yeah, I'm going with Ravens too. They they kind of sneaking under the radar with uh, in the AFC. Nobody really they talking really about them. And you never met a massage you didn't like. <laughs> Next game, especially those strip mall ones. Those are the best. Another another snooze fest. Arizona. I learned from Cardinals. you. Okay. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Andy. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. All righty, Chris. Yeah, toss up. Let's go with uh, let's go with the Falcons. Two shitbirds in that game. Ed? <laughs> what? Eddie? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna go with the Falcons in that game. All right. Uh, how about you, Brad? Yeah, dirty birds. Yeah, clean sweep. I'm going with the Falcons as well. Next game, another decent game. Los Angeles Chargers at home against the Detroit Lions. Andy. Uh, I'll take the Lions so that the three other fans will have somebody to root with. <laughs> uh, Chris. Uh, Montgomery hopefully will be back. So they got that two-headed monster running back. And they're going to run all over L.A., Detroit. Uh, Ed? Uh, well, Webster is not going to walk out that door. Uh, but I'm gonna, neither is Alex Karras, but I will go with the Lions on this one. All righty. Brad? Man, I think the the Chargers are really underwhelming, under 500 right now. I've been saying the Lions are severely underrated all season. I'm gonna go with Detroit. Yeah, I'm going with Detroit. I I think this might be the. There's a rumors online that uh, if the Chargers lose this game, they may end up firing the coach. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. See that next game, Dallas Cowboys at home against the New York Giants. Andy, uh, I'm here to make friends, so I'll go Cowboys. All right, Chris. Yeah, growing up in Afghanistan, another, another hard name Just to think. say, but you gave yeah, the LA Knight answer on that one. Yeah, yeah. 
Damn, that's an old school reference right there. Yeah. Ed? You know, uh, since I was just informed about four minutes ago in this podcast that we are fighting over first place, that it is for blood. So uh, I was going to go with the Giants to hassle Brad, but you know, since we are playing for blood now, I'm going with the Cowboys, okay? Well, well Ed, I think Tom met him and Brad, not you and him. <laughs> Brad, how about you in this game? You know, oh, man. Dak Prescott has, I think, has only lost to the Giants once ever in his whole career. So, Cowboys all the way. All righty. Next game, Seattle Seahawks at home against the Washington Commanders. Andy? Uh, Seahawks. All right. Chris? Yeah, Seahawks. Yep. Ed? I'm going with the Seahawks, man. All righty. How about you, Brad? Yeah, 12th, man. Way better football team. Let's go. Yep. I agree. Clean sweep, Seattle. All right. Sunday night game. The Las Vegas Raiders at home against the New York Jets. Andy. Another team I haven't picked yet. Jets. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, man. Jets. All righty. Uh Ed. This kills me to say this, but I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna go with the Jets. All righty. How about you, Brad? Oh yeah. J-E-T-S. They're going to win just on defense. They're not going to need Wilson oh, to do yeah. anything in this game. Man, yeah, we, we've, we've also established that even because Brad's from the South, he can't spell. But go ahead. I'll wait for it. I'll wait. He wanted to show off. He's just showing off. <laughs> last game of the week, the Buffalo Bills at home against the Denver Broncos. Andy. Uh, Bills. All righty. Uh, Chris. Bills. All right, Ed. Uh, you know, there is a bit a little bit of life in Denver, but I, I just can't do it. I'm gonna go with the Bills. All righty. Brad. Um, I don't know. The Broncos beat the Chiefs last week, so I'm still gonna go with the Bills, though. <laughs> Suspense. All right, I'm yeah. sweet. I'm going with Buffalo as well. All right, Eddie AC, this that's the last game. So um we only got about Four minutes left. Uh, the clock's ticking. So, Tom, we want to do the album of the week and we'll sure. do our leading for that. And Sure. All right. This week's record of the week is brought to you by Purchase Street Records, which is located at 53 Popes Island, Unit 2, New Bedford, Mass. Or you can visit them online at purchasestrecords.com and also on their Facebook page. Purchase Street Records is Southern New England's largest independent record store. So uh, we got maybe three minutes left. So just uh quick shout outs, everybody get something in real quick. Um, and then we'll wrap up this episode. It went by so fast. Go ahead, Tom. All right. My shout out is to the San Jose Sharks for being so bad. They are <laughs> 0-9 and 1. And they've only scored 10 goals on the season. I love and it. It's like street hockey. As a team, they've combined for 27 points on the whole team. I and love it. Jack, Jack Hughes has 20 by himself for the Devils. They're historically bad. Right. That's all I can say. <laughs> there's, there's a running joke that they should uh, play an exhibition game against any AHL team, and the AHL team would probably beat them. That's how bad they are. But just oh. keep, throwing, keep throwing teams in the league, and that's what happens. Uh, Chris, you got a shout-out this week? Yeah, real quick. Um, I just want to shout out to all my parents on uh, my uh, pa um, 
Panthers hockey team. You know, I went out there with the uh, jersey. We had the uh, uh, the game at the uh, Providence Bruins uh, Dunkin' Donuts Center Pavilion, whatever it's called now. And uh, I got a lot of questions about the shirt. You know, they love the shirt. You know, they were asking about it. So I uh, hopefully got some more eyes on there. John Tevs, uh, Carlos, you know, a couple of good guys that I coach with. Uh, hopefully we get some more eyes here watching the show. So uh, and a couple of parents, too, that were uh, intrigued by the shirt and asking what it was all about. So cool. Uh, Brad, Ed, anything real quick? Uh, last week I was saying the Rangers were one and one, but not done. This week I'm celebrating a world championship. So that's my shout out. Go Rangers. You're not nice. shouting out Scott Stapp? Come on. Ed? <laughs> oh, man, that too. Hey, uh, push Anna Finn Finn buys, versus tickets to a free concert. He's gonna be in concert next year, next year, September, in Brandon, Mississippi. Your boy gonna be in the front row. Oh, so bad, so bad. Oh, and decked out a full Ranger swag. Uh, going has to happen. Save this podcast, then. <laughs> Rating blood by Slayer. Yeah, that's it. Anything Slayer, just save any any moment at all. Uh, so, yeah, with that, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, 38 episodes in the book, uh, growing week by week. And uh, you know, everybody on the uh, podcast this week is wearing something related to the show. That's uh, good support. And uh, who would have thought that Super Bowl week uh, we would have been doing this well halfway, halfway through the first year. So stay tuned. More to come. Probably more interviews, working on some other people. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be good. So. I want to thank Chris for coming back on. I know his schedule kind of limits certain things that we do, but uh, thanks, Chris, for coming on. And thanks, thanks everyone. Chris. Yeah, thanks Later. for having me, guys. Thanks, Chris, man. Good to talk with you, man. Thanks, Later Chris. On.